Hallelujah. So good to be back again with us, um, living by faith, trusting God, and going on. Hallelujah. Let's worship him who's worthy. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Our Father, we worship you. We worship you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You're worthy, Lord. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. Be blessings and glory and honor and power forever. Be blessings and glory and honor and power forever. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. In the name of Jesus, we give you thanks. Hamashikatare bekozondo, bredo kruto kolomanda, reste praza kanta. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. You're worthy, Lord. Habakana rakazikaranda rabalmaya. Shebaranda rakazanda rabaraka satariasti. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We worship you. Mashata prakazanta. Predu zundo rudo zebredishte. Mamakata. Jebokoto krostof evangela bralkala rasta. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praza libaka santa. Roku zekirende malmanda. Prezo kunta prejemide belvete. Rabazo grusto vetu praba lika rasta. Praza la takaya. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Makatakare sakotokore parakasataya. We call every need met, every yoke destroyed, every burden removed. In the name of Jesus, halakosto presepelete parasiete. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Thank you, Lord. 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 We receive your benefits. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We call every need met, every yoke destroyed, every burden removed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name.
Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. God loves people. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Jonah chapter 4 tells us uh, from the ninth verse, And God said to Jonah, Do you do well to be angry for the loss of the gourd? I'm reading from the Amplified Version. And he said, I do well to be angry, angry enough to die. Then said the Lord, You have had pity on the gourd for which you have not labored nor made it grow, verse 10 says, which came up in a night and perished in a night. And should I not spare Nineveh, that great city in which there are more than 120,000 persons, not yet old enough to know their right hand from their left, and also many cattle not accountable for sin. Hallelujah. You have an interesting uh, concept, which is, you know, the, the hand and the thinking of God there, how they go together. This is how God thinks. This is how God sees the earth. Hallelujah. And we have this very emotional prophet of his that has his own feelings and his own ways there. He's angry. He says he's angry enough to die. <laughs> Praise God. We have all these emotional hang-ups that seem to stir and steer our life in different directions. And we make sad words and actions which uh, can even surprise us maybe later on. Maybe afterwards he would have read this and thought, what, what a character I used to be. Hallelujah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the way God looked at it was He saw one lakh and twenty thousand people They did not know their right hand from their left And much cattle also, animals out there This is God, this is the one we are talking about And praying to and serving and worshipping Who sees people, who sees his creation languishing not knowing what is right from wrong. And he loves us and he has paid the price for us. And we need to be able to understand that this God has not changed. Hallelujah. And we go through all our emotions and all our statements and all of that. But God says, do you really have any excuse when you are handling all of these things, when you are thinking like this? So this has often made me think, this is how God sees the city, this is how he sees the village, and he knows the answer to it is a message, the good news, hallelujah, and um, praise God, whether we are emotionally ready or not, he can still use us, praise God, hallelujah, and the Bible says that from the least to the greatest person in that city, they repented. Hallelujah. That message uh, was preached and people got sad and turned their life around towards the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. But we see him there. Verse 2 says, and he prayed to the Lord. He says, I pray you, Lord, is not this just what I said when I was still in my country? This is why I fled to Tarshish. For I knew that you are a gracious God, merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness. When sinners turn to you, meet your conditions, you revoke the sentence of evil against them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You can see how uh, these things have not changed from his heart. He has desired that the world will know, the earth will understand. Hallelujah. Let's hear Jonah 4, 9 and 10, or rather 9 to 11 also in Canada. Aga Devaru Yonanige, Nino Sore Gidavanu Kuritu Kopa Madu Vadu Vuledo Andano, Avanu, Nano Sayu Vashtu Kopa Madu Vadu Vulede Andano. Aga Kartanu Heli Denandare, Nino Kashtapadadanta, Belesadanta, Undu Ratri Ali, Hutti Undu Ratri Ali, Nashanavadanta. Ah Sore Gidada Mele Kanikara Patiella, Haga Dare Eda Bala Kaigadanu Tiria the Varada Laksha Ipatu Savira Kinta Hechada Janaru, Bahana Dana Gadu Sahirua, Gorda Patanavada Nineve Yenu Nanu Kanikarisa Barado and the Nu. Hallelujah. So we need to settle that uh, in our thinking, no matter what emotional uh, baggage we are carrying around or uh, how we feel. That this is the way God sees things and he has not changed. Praise God. And uh, notice in verse 2 also, he said, I know you are a gracious God. You are a merciful God. You are slow to anger. Great kindness. Hallelujah. There's the character of God that in spite of knowing all that, uh, we have our emotions, we have our own uh, stuff to deal with. But... Um, Praise God. It's nice to know that God has not changed. Amen. Let's hear uh, verse 2 also in Kannada. Jonah 4 2. Avanu Kartanige Pratane Madi Hedidenandare, O Kartane, Nanu Nana Desha than Nidagale, Idane Nanu Hedalilavo, Adakarana Nanu Modalu Tashi Shige Udi Vodenu, Nino Karuneu Kanikaravu, Dilga Shantiu, Bahala Krupeu, Ulade Varendu, Kedina Vishayavagi, Paschatapa Paduatan and Du Nanage Tiriditu. Hallelujah. Praise God. I would like to also note there that uh, he is slow to anger. It doesn't mean that his anger, uh, you know, is infinitely patient, but there is a slowness to it. Amen. So uh, let's notice that, that he is very great in his kindness and merciful and slow to anger. And that he does get angry, but he's very slow about it. Hallelujah. So we need to note that also uh, when we deal with him. Praise God. And uh, this prophet knew all that. Notice that he knew these things. He says, I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. Hallelujah. And he was not happy with that. These people must have been wicked. Just like today, there are nations and people that are wicked, very wicked, and uh, left with our own emotions, we would rather see them uh, maybe destroyed. <laughs> but um, God is still merciful. God is slow to anger and gracious and 
of great kindness. Hallelujah. He's good to all and his tender mercies are over all of his creation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's keep that uh, always in our thinking, foremost in our thinking that God loves people. Hallelujah. Praise God. And that is very, very important to uh, understand and bottom line in all of your dealings as you are living out here, you should not forget that. Hallelujah. And the people who are, you know, having pity on plants and doing all of these things, you know, working in gardens and spending their whole day gardening. And, and there's nothing wrong with all that, but people are more important than uh, your garden and all that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what I learned from these verses. Uh, I am not claiming any other understanding. It's just from these verses that our affections must agree with God's ways of thinking. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Just because, uh, um, you know, the world goes in one direction doesn't mean that we agree with them. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So, all of these thoughts are there. What a book we are reading. And uh, over thousands of years, the nature of God has not changed. Um, You know, people who don't know this book who have not seen understanding and revelation come from him, uh, they misinterpret it and they take things out of context and all of that. But for the hungry and the thirsty, this is amazing revelation indeed. Amen. Praise God. Let's go off to Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter. And notice there, uh, verse 1, it says, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry... As we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Hallelujah. Paul is talking about uh, his way of dealing with the things of God and with people, trying to be open as much as possible before people. And there's a God who sees his heart and the way he handles the word and the things of God. Hallelujah. And he says he's a steward, a custodian of the mysteries of God. And so we are also um, put in that place of a custodian, a steward of the mysteries of God. Hallelujah. Verse 3 continues, But if our, our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. They are lost. They don't know what's going on. He said in Jonah, they don't know their right hand from their left. They have not grown up to understand what's right and wrong. they just, you know, quite base. Verse 4, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Praise God. This light of the glorious gospel of Christ, the very image of God. Hallelujah. Jesus had to come and come in a, in quote, milder form, 
so that we could uh, touch him, feel him, so that we could uh, commune with him and not be destroyed. For God cannot be seen uh, and the person who sees him cannot live. It's, it's like that. So Jesus was the, um, let's say, the acceptable version for our sake. Amen. Hallelujah. And so today also, the word of God is the acceptable version or way of seeing Christ and seeing God Almighty. Hallelujah. This is the only way that is right for us right now, rather than the plain, naked power of God. Hallelujah. So the word of God helps us to see the glory of God in the face of Jesus but in a uh, more tempered way so that we are not destroyed. Hallelujah. So this is the book that unveils the glory of God that's in the face of Jesus. And uh, thank God you have been enlightened. If you have known Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have been enlightened. And you can understand these things in greater measure. Hallelujah. Verse 5 continues, For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, in ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. Praise God. So there is this uh, interesting aspect here, that we are stewards, we are servants, and it's for the sake of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we're not preaching ourselves. Now and then we may share a testimony about our personal uh, relationship and uh, our own walk with God, but it is all about the Christ. Hallelujah. And we are here, uh, you know, because of that. That is the whole reason. Hallelujah. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts. Glory to God. To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Notice that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. The earthen vessel is cheap. It's breakable. Uh, It's just a bunch of mud, actually, just clay. And it has weaknesses, but the treasure is there inside it. Hallelujah. So here you have a prophet who's uh, angry and uh, in, not in the right mood, but he's the one that's carrying the treasure at that point, uh, the gospel, the good news for that nation to be delivered. Hallelujah. So we have to also come to terms with that, that we are also, uh, you know, Surrounded with infirmities, weaknesses, and uh, natural challenges like everybody else. But our true place is uh, bearers of the glory of God. The light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus is with us. And we have that treasure in us. Hallelujah. And uh, as you read about these uh, Old Testament prophets and even you look into the New Testament, you will notice no one was perfect, not one. However, there must be an, a, uh, a Holy Spirit-inspired zeal and desire to walk in a way that you are maturing, you're growing up. Hallelujah. And you're not the same. Changes are taking place. 
that you are uh, you know in the grace of God and in the goodness of God but you have a desire to walk also in a manner that is worthy of that position and that place that God has called us to amen verse 8 we are troubled on every side yet not distressed persecuted not forsaken always bearing about you know all of these things that everybody else is going uh, through but the extra dose because you are carrying the good news delivered for uh, up to death you know constantly you have an enemy out looking to steal to kill and destroy constantly trying to work against you hallelujah However, we have the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Amen. And this is what makes uh, the ground even, so to speak. If we live by faith rather than feeling, if we speak from the heart and the word of God in our heart, uh, we change everything. Amen. If we live moved by our Uh, external body and uh, the senses, we are actually just nothing but mud, even though we are carrying this good news. So we are urged to look away from the natural, consider the word of God, yield to the spirit of faith, which each one of us has, if you're a believer, and begin to speak what you believe, rather than what you feel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Knowing that he that raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Jesus and present and shall present us with you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So you have this interesting uh, aspect here. It's not just a pet doctrine that we are trying to emphasize that we are faith people and etc. No, the fact is that we make... The difference by carrying God, the glory of God, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in this earth realm uh, properly and transcend the natural and go beyond uh, just being mud and clay and uh, imperfect and bunch of nothings and nobodies. We transcend all that if we begin to live by faith rather than feelings, rather than emotions. That's what makes all the difference. So that uh, your story can be different. Our story can be different. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Bible declares in verse 18, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, and the things which are not seen are eternal. Hallelujah. So it's about, you know, what is lasting and what is not lasting. Amen. We are called to look at the things which are lasting, which are eternal, which endure. Hallelujah. We are now given special kind of uh, sight, you may call it, to be able to look at things which are enduring, age enduring, that are lasting, which are eternal, not temporary. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can uh, read a thing or two also in Canada. Praise God. Um, Let's see if we can read verse um, 1 and 2, first of all, in 2 Corinthians 4. Amen. 
ಆದರೆ ನಾಚಿಕೆಗೆ ಕಾರಣವಾಗುವ ಗುಪ್ತ ಕಾರ್ಯಗಳನ್ನು ನಾವು ಬಿಟ್ಟು ಬಿಟ್ಟು ತಂತ್ರದಲ್ಲಿ ನಡೆಯದೆಯೂ ವಂಚನೆಯಿಂದ ದೇವರ ವಾಕ್ಯವನ್ನು ಕೆಡಿಸದೆಯೂ ಸತ್ಯವನ್ನು ಪರಿಷ್ಕಾರವಾಗಿ ಬೋಧಿಸುತ್ತಾ ನಾವು ಯೋಗ್ಯರೆಂದು ಪ್ರತಿ ಮನುಷ್ಯನ ಮನಸ್ಸಾಕ್ಷಿಯು ದೇವರ ಮುಂದೆ ಒಪ್ಪಬೇಕಾದ ರೀತಿಯಲ್ಲಿ they have uh, missed the road so jesus is called the way hallelujah and we are the people of that way hallelujah in the midst of uh, a dark fallen world there is a way there is a way that is higher there is a way that is as high as the heavens are above the earth you can live as though you were living a heavenly life amen which uh, transcends all these natural things and by the principles of that life you can actually uh, live the way you were created to live before the fall happened praise god but you know it takes revelation and understanding that comes from this word hallelujah verse 4 continues in whom the god of this world has blinded the minds so the mind is the doorway there of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ whose the image of God should shine unto them that is why this message has to be presented to people to hear it and think about it hallelujah and then decisions are made and uh, so we preach paul continues so we preach so that's what we are here for so we preach not ourselves but Christ Jesus the lord and ourselves your servants for Jesus sake hallelujah glory to god so it looks like um when it comes down to it there is a place of service there is a place of stewardship there's a place of honor there's a place where you begin to realize who you are and then you don't want anything to hinder that and so you are even willing to serve to help others to see the light amen hallelujah praise god let's see if we can hear 3 to 5 also in kannada namma suvarteyu mariyagiruvadadare adu tappihodavarige mariyagide devara pratirupavagiruva kristana prabhavavannu torisuva mahimeya suvarteyu ivaralli prakashisabaradendu ee prapanchada devaru nambike illadavara manassannu maggu maadiddane ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ನಾವೇ ಅಲ್ಲ ಆದರೆ ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಯೇಸುವಿನ ನಿಮಿತ್ತ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಸೇವಕರೆಂದು ಕರ್ತನಾದ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತ ಯೇಸುವನ್ನೇ ಸಾರುತ್ತೇವೆ ಗ್ಲೋರಿ ಟು ಗಾಡ್ ಹಾಲೆಲೂಯಾ ವರ್ಸ್ 6 ಕಂಟಿನ್ಯೂಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೂ ಕಮಾಂಡೆಡ್ ದ ಲೈಟ್ ಟು ಶೈನ್ ಔಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಾರ್ಕ್ನೆಸ್ ಹಸ್ ಶೈನ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರೇಸ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಟು ಗಿವ್ ದ ಲೈಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಗ್ಲೋರಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಫೇಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಜೀಸಸ್ ಕ್ರೈಸ್ಟ್ ಹಾಲೆಲೂಯಾ shined in our hearts praise god that's going to take the entry through the mind into the spirit and cause recreation the new birth all of these wonderful things and you begin to see a glimpse uh, of the glory of that world and heaven becomes real and all of these realities become more and more clear and you can actually look away from the natural and focus on the eternal hallelujah verse 7 also maybe we can hear uh, verse 
6 and 7 also in kannada kattale yulaginda belaku holeyali endu aajnapisida devaru taane yesu kristana mukhadalli toruva deva prabhava jnanavemba prakashavannu koduvadakkagi namma hrudayagalalli holedanu ಬಲಾದಿಕ್ಷೇವು ನಮ್ಮದಲ್ಲ ಅದು ದೇವರದಾಗಿರುವ ಹಾಗೆ ಈ ನಿಕ್ಷೇಪವು ಮಣ್ಣಿನ ಘಟಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ನಮಗುಂಟು ಪ್ರೇಸ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹಾಲೆಲೂಯಾ ಸೊ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ನೌ ಕನ್ಸಿಡರ್ ದಟ್ ಫೇತ್ ಇಸ್ ಎಸೆನ್ಷಿಯಲ್ ಫಾರ್ ಅವರ್ ಓನ್ ಬೆನಿಫಿಟ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ದ ಬೆನಿಫಿಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಅದರ್ಸ್ ಟು ಹೆಲ್ಪ್ ಅಸ್ ಡೂ ವಾಟ್ ವಿ ವರ್ ಕಾಲ್ ಟು ಟು ಸಿ ಹೌ ಗಾಡ್ ಸೀಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಒರಿಜಿನಲ್ ಪೊಸಿಷನ್ ಇನ್ ಗಾಡ್ and uh, bear this body around properly so that we can bring forth the light to a dying world hallelujah so we can hear verse 13 the spirit of faith there higiddaru nanu nambidenu aadadarinda maatanaadidenu endu bareyalpattiruva prakara nambikeya aatmavanne hondi naavu saha nambutteve aadadarinda maatanaadutteve hallelujah so this is a notice is called the spirit of faith hallelujah and therefore uh, you know maybe before you got saved you were you know moved by this spirit and that spirit and maybe your spirits were in bottles uh, you know and you saw you know the old spirits there and the old monk and uh, you know so on hallelujah <clears throat> ha 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 but today <laughs> we have another spirit we have the same spirit of faith <clears throat> and therefore you can be more or less possessed by that spirit amen can take over your thinking and it can possess you and you are not living by what you feel you're totally possessed taken over completely by the spirit of faith hallelujah amen so that you only speak what you believe you don't speak what you feel and then the spirit of god that raised up jesus from the dead can also produce the same results in our natural bodies hallelujah let's hear verse 13 and 14 also in kannada higiddaru nanu nambidenu aadadarinda maatanaadidenu endu bareyalpattiruva prakara nambikeya aatmavanne hondi naavu saha nambutteve aadadarinda maatanaadutteve ಕರ್ತನಾದ ಯೇಸುವನ್ನು ಎಬ್ಬಿಸಿದಾತನು ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಸಹ ಯೇಸುವಿನ ಮುಖಾಂತರ ಎಬ್ಬಿಸಿ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಜೊತೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ನಿಲ್ಲಿಸುವನೆಂದು ತಿಳಿದವರಾಗಿದ್ದೇವೆ ಹಾಲೆಲೂಯಾ देयर ಆರ್ ಡಿಫರೆಂಟ್ ಸೈಡ್ಸ್ ಟು ದ ಕಾಯಿನ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಸಮಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಆಲ್ವೇಸ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಕನ್ಫೆಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಸೇ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಬಿಲೀವ್ ರೀಡ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಅಂಡ್ ಸೇ देम ಬಟ್ ವೆನ್ ಇಟ್ ಕಮ್ಸ್ ಡೌನ್ ಟು ಡೀಲಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟಿಕಲ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ uh talking to people ministering to people they are a little bit uh backward and so they have a certain kind of lazy bored life then there are others who are out there always doing something for others ministering to others but they are not meditating and speaking and not moved by the spirit of faith really to say things confess things believe things act because of the word of god and so their life usually is kind of uh, worn out you're like ah so tired and so worn out so we need a combination of both where you are filling yourself with the thoughts of god the light of the knowledge of the glory of god is constantly filling your thoughts filling your 
deep thoughts and imaginations and you're speaking these things, believing these things, and then you're going out and doing things, then you have a fulfilled life and a long uh, and a life full of zeal and zest and vim and vitality. Hallelujah. Not boring at any time. Amen. Hallelujah. Of course, there is a natural tendency to uh, not get into the limelight and break through the space of people and make friends and for the sake of the gospel. Uh, You know, there is that tendency and that gravity that you feel, that inertia that you have to break through and... ah, But it is all because we are here for their sake, servants for the Christ, for them. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we're thinking about them rather than just ourselves, but uh, we want to do it properly. Amen? So let's uh, get it all in the right uh, way and uh, do what is necessary. Praise God. Verse 17 says, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment... Work it for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Hallelujah. So we are, uh, you know, in a place of affliction. In this world you shall have trouble, you shall have afflictions. But uh, be of good cheer, Jesus said, I have overcome. Hallelujah. And then Paul clarifies it even further. He says it is even a light affliction. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. He says it's for a moment. Praise God. But it works for us. Amen. So those challenges, those uh, natural problems and situations, they're actually working for us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. They are being used uh, by God and you to produce something that is far more exceeding and eternal in its weight. Hallelujah. And in His glory. Hallelujah. These things are real. And pressing through those natural challenges, uh, feelings, emotions, uh, sensory things, uh, sensory perceptions, and holding fast, fast to the gospel and continuing while we're at it, these are the things that make the difference. Hallelujah. And you receive Exceeding eternal weight of glory. So you can turn it all around and make it positive and look at it as a chance to have some eternal weight of glory. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to God. Instead of camping on the negative side and just seeing the natural. Just seeing everything with normal people's eyes. Natural men. Hallelujah. Who don't understand the spirit realm. Praise God. So it's a matter of growing up, maturing in the way you see it, by the spirit of faith. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. So the other day I was in a very tight uh, train compartment. It was AC nonetheless, but it was totally packed out and it was um, full of people. And I'm telling you, I, sometimes I just want to be on my own, just not be bothered. But you have to meet people and you have to, this is what it's all about. God loves people. God loves people. God loves people. God loves people. Hallelujah. So thankfully, I was given the last corner seat there next to the window. And I was thinking, ah, oh, I can just look outside and not be worried. Amen. You know, all those liberties that go with sitting with people 
especially our kind of people, you know, they immediately put their leg across and they just relax totally and uh, vent all their natural feelings. And I find it hard to do things like that. I don't know about you, but I just kind of curl up and I just become so small. But they just kind of expand and they just, you know, ah, praise God, different people. Anyway, here I am thinking, oh Lord, I always pray for those who travel with me, you know, every time. And no matter what vehicle, no matter how many people, you know, I, I remember them and I'm praying. And then these these two guys that probably about, maybe my age or just about there, you know. And, um, you know, they're talking away and... They're looking like that, looking across, because I'm just, this, I'm totally wearing black this time, black hat and or cap and black everything, and so I'm in a corner. They cast a glance now and then, but they're saying things, you know, about water, and I know the double meaning of water is also applicable, and about vellum kudi and all that stuff, you know. So eventually, I noticed one guy went off somewhere, and then he came back. Quietly, and I was looking at the reflection, not directly at him, see, because you don't want to hurt anybody at the same time. So, through the reflection, he brought out a bottle that looked like water, and then he mixed it with their own regular water, and they were just drinking away happily, like nobody knew what was going on. But of course, we knew what was going on, or rather, I knew what was going on. Hallelujah. And after some time, they talked about touchings, and they brought out something, and they ate that also. And then they were very happy, and they folded their arms, and people began to come and load up there, and man, it was tight. Eventually, I was thinking and praying, and well, that was that. Waiting for a moment to turn this all for eternal value. But... um, Nothing happened. Uh, I just quietly minded my business. And eventually the morning came and I saw them heading towards the door. And I went there and parked myself there. And I said, I have a message for you, if you don't mind. And he said, oh. I said, the days that you knew before, like when we were growing up, are gone forever. The world is getting ready for war and a unified global government, one person who is going to dominate the world, rule over everything, and uh, things are going to get worse than you can even imagine. And uh, how I was in Africa and I was supposed to be a medical student and I thought we were animals. I lived like that, but um, I got into trouble and one day I called upon Jesus and So, you know, and then one guy quickly chirped up and said, Yes, the Velipad book said that there's a number 567, something like that. I said, you mean 666, yeah. I said, yes, that's the the number. That's the number. That's the number. Glory to God. That's the number of man. He was created the sixth day, and so this person would like to dominate the whole of humanity. And uh, there will be a number given, and it will be as a chip under the skin or, you know, under the forehead, skin, or arm. And then I said, well, you know, all the best. And I left them. Praise God. But you see, everything is just for that moment, for that single opportunity to say something. 
Praise God. And uh, eventually that's it. You will never see them again or you may see them again. But you have this treasure that they need. They need to see that. Hallelujah. And they may have heard this and that, you know. But uh, you and I have the truth. And so we are bearers of the truth. And this is what makes it all worthwhile. This is what gives it the eternal benefit. This is what gives it weight and honor and glory. The other things are temporal. And uh, all of the stuff that we do normally can just be a bunch of temporary things. Hallelujah. But we need to press forward into the realm of the eternal and get used to it. And so possessed by that spirit of faith that our eyes are seeing these things more than the natural. Hallelujah. So let's hear verse 17 and 18 also in Kannada. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we have the eternal realm open to us, finally. <laughs> Woo! We give you praise that we can actually look into the eternal realm. We can look and see the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. We can see God's way of looking at things. We can see how God thinks, what God feels about things and his affections. What are the things that actually move God? And we can step in that direction and make it all worthwhile. Hallelujah. Worth your life, worth your time, worth it all. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. And so we may seem a little bit crazy. We may seem uh, not normal, but that's okay. Praise God, hallelujah. And so uh, we need to begin to look at it like this. In Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, we saw even last week, he says uh, in verse 13, For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God. Whether we be sober, it is for your cause. Amen. And he goes on, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. Hallelujah. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh. So we don't look just on the outside. We don't begin to categorize people just based on the external. Though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. What's the negative side of that? Therefore, if any man is not in Christ, he's not a new creature. The old is all that you will see, nothing new. Hallelujah. So if a person is not in Christ, all they have is the old natural way of living. Just uh, earth bound. Just earth, 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 earth. 
But you and I have the privilege of being new creation. Hallelujah. And living as though you are new. The old has passed away. Every single day can be a blessed new day. Oh, glory to God. You can say, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Ha, ha, ha. No matter what's happening out there. No matter what's in the news. No matter what the world is saying. I am not moved by it. Hallelujah. The Bible said, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. That's the 118th Psalm. So you are speaking exactly what God says it is. It's a blessed day. It's a glorious day the Lord has made for you, for you to rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. So even though there may be sad things trying to come into your life, uh, trying to press on you, you can say, I'm sticking with the gospel truth, the word of God, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. From God's face, from Jesus' face, the report is, it's a glorious day to praise Him and enjoy His benefits. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So the love of Christ constrains us to begin to do these things. It has to be like that. Otherwise, it is just flesh energy and fleshly operations. It has to come from the understanding of the heart of the love of God. And why all these things have to be done. It's not for any other reason. It's because God loves people. God loves his creation. And he's good to them. And he's merciful to them. And so we don't want to hinder anything. We are willing to serve. So that this gospel and this news will go in there. And take its root in the hearts of men. And change them into new creations. And those that are already new creations. We can encourage them to look not at the things which are seen. Because they don't have eternal value. But to look at the eternal and carry glory around forever and ever. Hallelujah. In the ages to come. Praise God. So if we seem crazy, if we seem nutty, it's because of this reason. It's the love of Christ that we understood that Christ died for all. That means all were dead as far as God was concerned. They were living in a natural biological sense. But as far as God was concerned, they had no communion with him. It's like he did not exist. Hallelujah. Till the day the light comes on and you begin to understand how he loves us. And how he has demonstrated his love in giving Christ for us. Hallelujah. And this begins to possess you and move you and constrain you. And you begin to judge things differently. You begin to see things differently. Your motives are different. And your desires are different. Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse 15 says that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. This is the truth. This is the truth which uh, our natural man would not like to accept. That we cannot henceforth just live unto ourselves, but unto him. Hallelujah. That you actually have a Lord. You have a master. 
that you are living for him. That you cannot just live for yourself. Hallelujah. And that you cannot look like everybody else and think like everybody else. You cannot see things the way everybody else sees it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can um, read verse 13 to 15 also in Kannada. Namage buddhi paravasha vagi dare adu devari gagi iruttade. Illave namage swasta buddhi dare adu nimma nimitta vagi iruttade. Kristana pritiu nammanu ottaya madutade. Hige ellari goskara ubbanu sattadarinda ellaru sattantai tendu navu hige nishchesi kulutteve. Jeevisuvavaru innu mele tamagagi jeevisade tamagoskara sattu tirigi edu bandatani gagi jeevisabekintale atanu ellari goskara sattanu. Amen. To be able to communicate these things through a life that believes in them and is actually lived like that is the whole target. So that your reality, your testimony is, is actual, is true. And that that speaks and that ministers and that brings this revelation to a dying world and humanity that is caught up in their senses. Notice the 19th verse, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. God is saying here, I give you this word. I commit this to your care. This is my committing to you. Hallelujah. This is my giving you a responsibility and a charge and a care that this is now in your hands. Hallelujah. Committed unto us the word of reconciliation. That God was in this world, in Christ, not imputing their sin against them. Hallelujah. And he has committed this to us. Amen. Praise God. The amplified version of this is uh, you know, quite clear also. It says, It was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself, not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them and committing to us the message of reconciliation slash restoration to favor. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So this is the message that we bear about And uh, there are, you know, all of these natural challenges that everybody goes through. And we have the same challenges because we are in similar earthen vessels. But the difference is we can look away from the natural. We can look into the realm of God's thoughts, God's way of doing things, and see eternal benefits gathering, accruing up for us. Hallelujah. Amen. God's love, God's care, God's concern, the way God sees it all uh, begins to motivate us. And we act like we're crazy. As far as the world is concerned, they think, you guys are not okay. Something's wrong with you. Why are you bothered about all that? Why do you keep doing all these funny things that you do? So we seem like we're crazy. In fact, we may be crazy even to, uh, you know, believers. Because this is possessing us. This is taking over your life. And this is motivating you. And this is the reason why you are alive. Because you have a Lord. You have a master. And you are uh, to live for him rather than just yourself. 
like everybody else. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear the 19th verse also in Kannada, if we can. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. So a revelation of these things helps us to live beyond the natural ways of man. When you see these things, when you understand these things, you can live beyond how ordinary people are living. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And you can become the ambassador that you were created to be, to represent that king and that kingdom from which you were born. Hallelujah. Born from above. Your citizenship is in heaven. From whence we look for him, the king of kings and lord of lords, who will come to take us home. And all of this will suddenly become temporary and temporal and it will fade away. And then you see the eternal and the glory that is kept for you. Oh, hallelujah, becomes more real than anything else. Praise God. Uh, All of this is just for these very reasons. Hallelujah. The other things will not last. We want eternal things. Praise God. We give you thanks, Father, for an opportunity to live for your glory again. Hallelujah. Amen. So um, let's look at a scripture or two as we proceed. Let's go off to the book of Second Corinthians. So if you feel strange, you are a stranger, but you're not a weird person. Hallelujah. You are indeed a stranger. Hallelujah. You're not from this world. You're actually born from above. Ha, ha, ha. And so don't try to take the Taj Mahal in your suitcase. You, it's not for you. You just pass by. You just look at it and move on with life. Hallelujah. Praise God. You're a tourist. You're just passing by. Maximum, you can take a picture of it and maybe make a little miniature version of it, but don't get too wrapped up about it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. However, we must see it again the way God sees it. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Notice 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And, uh, you know, Paul is quite possessed by all of this. This is what motivates him. This is what drives his life. And uh, sometimes he would be so strange that people thought he was crazy. You know, one great official during that time in the government said, Paul, much learning has made thee mad. (laughs) He said, you're mad. You have studied so much. You know, he knew that he was an educated man, very educated man. He said, much learning has made you mad. He said, I wish that you also were mad like this, apart from the chains on my hands, that you also would be possessed by this kind of thinking. He said, I'm not mad. Glory to God. But he was definitely not a very normal guy. Amen. <laughs> Woo, thank you, Jesus. And thank God he lived like that. Thank God this is how he moved. Praise God. And so he did not trust himself and his own ability. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In verse 9 he says, But we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raiseth the dead. (laughs) He said, as far as we know, we are already dead. 
We're already, you know, signed up as uh, people who are going to be, in quote, dead. And so we don't trust in ourselves, in that dead body. Amen? We don't trust in its own operations, but in God, which raises the dead. So he was trusting God to raise every aspect of his life up and make it glorious, make it right in the eyes of God. Who delivered us from so great a death and dot deliver, in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. You see, he did not trust in his own ability. Praise God. You also helping together. You also helping together. Notice that. You also helping together. Those are those he's ministering to. They're supposed to help in a way. You also help together by prayer for us. So he's actually saying that uh, if the church that he was ministering to would pray for him. Amen. Not just pray for themselves and demand prayer for themselves. That they also helping together by prayer for us. That for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, thanks be, may be given by many on our behalf. So here there is actually uh, en route. He's on his way to give a gift to the poor saints in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. However, he was asking actually for prayer for him and for those that were with him. Verse 12. For our rejoicing is this. Our rejoicing is this. The testimony of our conscience. The testimony of our conscience that you are free to say this openly from your conscience. That in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God, we have had our conversation or lifestyle in the world and more abundantly to you, word. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. He's saying, this is what it's all about. He says that our testimony, our conscience, can bear witness that we lived a godly, sincere, simple kind of life. Not with fleshly wisdom. By the grace of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And it was all directed towards them. Hallelujah. What are you living for? Who are you living for? You're living for Jesus. And therefore your life is directed towards others. And that should be the testimony. That should be uh, the plain, clear truth. That God can say it and you can also say it. That your testimony is that your conscience can say that also. For we write none other things unto you than what you read or acknowledge, and I trust you shall acknowledge even to the end. He's saying he's very sincere here. As also you have acknowledged us in part. You know, there was a lot of trouble with that church, and they did not give uh, Paul his actual place. and So they gave him part acknowledgement that we are your rejoicing. That Paul and his ministry workers were there rejoicing. Even as you also are ours in the day of the Lord Jesus. You see there is a mutual work that is going on. 
where the people that you are serving are actually your rejoicing and you are there rejoicing or their glory and excitement and joy when Jesus comes. Oh, praise God. So we are not here to just lay another weight on your narrow shoulders and put another heavy burden and yoke on you by another message and another service. And so you begin to back off and not show up and and do yourself a favor. No, we're not here for that. We're here to see that these things are not for ourselves. That we are just ministers, servants of these amazing mysteries. This reality, but is a mystery to the natural man, the natural mind. And that while we live in this natural body, we may not be able to see it clearly. And that our job is to help people see it clearly. And understand that you will rejoice at the work that is being done in the ministry because it is for the the ministry folk. It is for the church. It is for his people whom he loves. And vice versa. And you will rejoice that day and say, I'm so glad, I'm so excited that you stayed your course. You did not quit, that you continued, that you made it possible to share these things again and again, even though it wasn't pleasant. Even though it went against your natural flow. Even though in the natural it made absolutely no sense. It was nonsense. You were mad as a hatter as far as the world went. As far as natural thinking went. But you continued on because you saw something. You were possessed by something else. Hallelujah. You can see it will all make sense that day. Is what he's saying. That you will rejoice because of the ministers and the ministers will rejoice because of you. Oh, hallelujah. That's the day we're waiting for. That's the day we're waiting for when it will all make sense. It's mutual, you see. It's mutual. We are not separated. Like Brother Anup said this Sunday and through the time we have spent with uh, any of you We want this reality to come to pass. That you see, we are going to be living like neighbors forever. All the hide and seek games we're playing right now are going to be laughing material. It's going to be a joke. We will be laughing about these things forever. Jonah apparently doesn't like to be asked about what model of fish swallowed him. <laughs> I was not there, but someone who went to heaven and saw him said that. Said, I asked him, I asked Jonah, uh, I have a question for you, Prophet Jonah, by the way. Uh, what kind of fish was it? Was it a big fish or was it a whale? And he said, his countenance just changed. He became angry and he said, I was in disobedience. That's how it makes uh, sense. When you see it that way from heaven, you'll realize that some things are just plain disobedience. Just rebellion. Just fleshly stuff. Hallelujah. It does not carry any weight. In fact, it seems to have some regret. Hallelujah. But let's keep it in the mutual benefit department. Let's keep it in the mutual rejoicing department. Let's see this thing. 
more and more so that we can say, Woo, we're going to be rejoicing about this forever. We're going to be excited about this forever. Hallelujah. So there is a certain way that we are expected to live. A certain uh, manner of life. Glory to God. Even though, you know, um, sometimes these kind of messages are not very popular. You can judge by the number of people viewing that it is not the popular type. But that's okay. I was listening to someone who said he he thanks God that he would never be a pastor. Because um, during his time, uh, while he ministered in any such capacity, he would just tell people who came late, Welcome to church, you ungodly thing. He said that's why he could just never be a pastor. Hallelujah. So he's not a pastor. Praise God. But you know, some, you can't just say that like that. You know, even though you know that that's what you're feeling. Praise God. But uh, you know, ha ha ha. You have to just keep it in a light spirit of, you know, uh, you're playing hide and seek and all that and all that. But still, we'll roll out the red carpet and teach some more. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Let's see if we can do this. Second Corinthians 1. Um, thank you, Jesus. Notice there, verse 11 and um, 12 in Canada. Amen. So, you know, there he is. This is one of the original people who had that heart, who had that burden and desire to do it all proper so that there would be a mutual excitement on that day. Hallelujah. Notice there verse 13 and 14. For we write none other things unto you than what you read or acknowledge. And I trust you shall acknowledge even to the end. As also you have acknowledged us in part that we are your rejoicing even as you also are ours in the day of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's read verse 13 and 14 also in Kannada. And so, verse 15 continues, And in this confidence, I was minded to come unto you. Amen. This is the confidence that one day we're going to rejoice about these things. Hallelujah. And that confidence is what makes us continue to go on and do things which we are supposed to do. Hallelujah. All for the benefit of the others. He says that you might have a second benefit. That you might have a second benefit. So he's thinking about their benefit and, 
you know, he's doing it with sweat and tears and he's doing it with blood and suffering and he's just going on. Amen. He was like mad. He would go to the same people who whipped him, stoned him, tortured him and say, I wish I could lose my salvation because of you, my brothers. Even If it were possible for me to be struck off from the list of heaven, I don't even mind that. I mean, some kind of mad stuff he would say. He was so possessed by these realities that they moved him. And so, you know, he had quite an extraordinary life. Everybody will agree. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's look at another scripture if we can. Um, this time we'll go to the book of Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. And observe there chapter 2. Notice there, verse 19, he says, For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing are not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For you are our glory and joy. Amen. It is mutual. Hallelujah. The people that he was ministering to would become his glory and his joy. Amen. Hallelujah. And similarly, they also... uh, will see you as their joy and their glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. So there is this mutual benefit that's working where a church that responds properly and sees it clearly and acts on these things become uh, the crown of the person that ministered to them and vice versa. The person that ministered to them also becomes their joy and their glory and their benefit in that time when the Lord is coming and He's coming soon. So that time is getting closer and closer. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear this also in Canada. First Thessalonians chapter 2, 19 and 20. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Wonderful Jesus. This is what it's all about, isn't it? At His coming. At His coming. And He's coming. This is when it will all make sense. So don't forget that. He's coming. And when he comes, there's going to be certain levels of glory, certain levels of rejoicing. Hallelujah. And if you tune in and listen and observe what the scriptures are saying, you can participate in that and not have any regret. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go also. Uh, I think we read. Have we read this? Yeah. All right. Let's go on. Thank you, team. Let's go on further. Uh, thank you, Jesus. First Thessalonians 2, uh, and back up a little bit. <clears throat> From the third verse there, notice what it says. For our exhortation was not of deceit, nor of uncleanness, nor in guile. Hmm. He said, I didn't have any other motives. That was not the reason why I did it. Amen. We, we are an old church, but we had to start all over again. And honestly... Our desire was not for anything else but to do what he created us to do. We don't have any other motive. God is our witness. But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, 
we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel. Even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God which tries our hearts. You see, sometimes you have to risk not being a man pleaser. Yeah, they may not like you. They may not want to see you. They may not want to look at you again. But God is checking our hearts. Because he gave us the, the, the special honor and trust of giving us the gospel. To handle it properly, not with any other motive. Because this thing that he's talking about is a very precious thing. It's very pure. It is holy. It will endure forever. It has to be like that. For it to be completely honorable and glorious and forever, that kind of honor must be crystal. It must be pure. It must be from sincerity. It must not be because of man's political moves, not uh, playing games. Verse 5, For neither at any time used we flattering words, as you know, nor a cloak of covetousness. God is witness. God is witness. He says, not because I wanted to get something out of you. He said that. He said, you know, the Thessalonians were a good church, the Philippians were a good church, a giving church, But he said, I didn't do all of these things just to get something out of you. I did it because God gave me this special commission, this charge, this trust. And he is my witness. So sometimes you don't feel like hurting people. You don't feel like being a, you know, a constant cause of harassment. But you have to follow the truth at the same time. Verse 6, nor of men sought we glory, neither of you, nor yet of others, when we might have been burdensome as the other apostles of Christ. He said the other apostles were, were uh, you know, supported by people. But we decided, Paul and his team said, I just want to do it in a way that they don't have any burden, that they are blessed and not hindered in any way by supporting me. That's, that was his thinking. Of course they were supposed to be supported. He said, who goes to warfare at his own charges? The Indian government pays the Indian soldiers. And they have pension also. He said, if you go to fight, you are paid for it. If you go to the farm and you work, the, the produce comes to you first. If you are taking care of the milk and the cows, the milk must be tasted by you first. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, it's a right. But he didn't want to hinder anybody. So he was busy doing all kinds of hard work. Amen. Praise God. And that was 2,000 years ago. If we don't open up this book and start studying it, how will we behave any better? How will we learn from these personal experiences of real people that you and I are going to be seeing every day for eternity? So you are the Thessalonian church. (laughs) I read about you. Verse 7. But we were gentle among you, even as a nurse cherishes her children. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were willing to have imparted unto you, not the gospel of God only, but also our own souls, because you were dear unto us. There's that hard part. 
You want to be dear to people. You want to be like a nurse who has been, you know, uh, given a job to take care of the children by the parents. God has given us a job. These are my children. Take care of them. But at the same time, you're supposed to be a father who disciplines them. What a combination. Hallelujah. And you have to do it all for the right reasons and suffer uh, any kind of misunderstandings of your motive and your reasons. All of that is there. But do it with joy because you are given a special charge. Hallelujah. Verse 8, So being affectionately desirous of you, we were willing to have imparted unto you not the gospel only, but also our own souls because you were dear unto us. God loves people. And we have to love people. And God loves his own people. His own blood bought the church. And even if it is going to be expensive and costly to yourself, we are thinking about his love for his people. Amen. Praise God that they deserve the truth. That they don't just have to get, you know, uh, Coke and chips all the time. That they need to hear stuff that is eternal. That will stand the test of time. The heart of man is desperately wicked. I had to say that. I know it's a hard thing to say. The heart of man is desperately wicked. That's the truth. There's nothing good in a fleshly heart. There's nothing. It's only wicked. There's only scheming and plotting and planning how to play the game. But there is a sincerity that is from heaven that lights up our lives and makes us vulnerable and uh, challenges us. But we can look forward to joy and glory by doing it right. Hallelujah. Verse 9, For you remember, brethren, our labor and travailing, or travail, laboring night and day, because we would not be chargeable unto you. (laughs) He said, I really didn't want to give you any headache. So I just kept doing this and that to sustain myself. Verse 10, you are witnesses and God also. How holily and justly and unblameably we behaved ourselves among you that believe. You see, there is a pressure on us who are ministering to others and to to believers generally to live holy and justly and unblameably. We don't like that, but that's the truth. As you know how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you as a father does his children. Now, between nurse and father, there is a lot of space and a lot of challenge and a lot of speaking and a lot of having to adjust things that you should walk worthy of God who has called you unto his kingdom and glory. Yes, it is an age of grace, but there is a walk. That has to be worthy of God. Are you worthy of God? Yes, I'm worthy. But if you love me, do it like this. You you are expected to respond also. There's a response. Which I find hard to drill into people. It's not being received properly. Because you can listen to XYZ messages. So this is not being received. It's being pushed away. There is a worthy walk expected from the church. 
There is. I don't know about you. It's not easy, but it is expected. And we have to look away from our own motivations and worldly standards and think about what does God think about it? Is it worthy of God? Hallelujah. That you should walk worthy of God who has called you unto his kingdom and glory. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing because when you received the word of God which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you who believe. Praise God. The word of God it is. It's not an ordinary word. It works mightily in the believer's life. Hallelujah. Amen. But there is a walk. There is a walk. Hallelujah. There is a lifestyle which is again by faith. You walk by faith, not by feelings. Amen? Hallelujah? There is a walk that is expected. I don't want to make it more hard than it already is, but it has to be said. Glory to God. Let's see if we can uh, read from verse 10 all the way through to 12 also in 1 Thessalonians 2. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So don't be scared of those kind of verses. The worthy verses and say, Pastor makes us work. It's not grace. Etc. Etc. We're supposed to use the word of God, which is going to work mightily, and draw from that power to walk by faith. That's the grace of God. The grace of God has appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness, ungodly lust, we should live soberly. We should live soberly in this world right now. Waiting for him. Looking for him. Hallelujah. That's the grace of God. That's the grace of God. So don't switch off these kind of thoughts and don't say, ah, it's the Bible. I didn't get it out of any other book. This is the Bible. Of course, we're not saying that you cannot listen to others. Listen to them as long as they're talking Bible. Hallelujah. It's a teamwork, yes, but make sure that the truth is there. That it is holding truth properly. It's not out of balance. Glory to God. Ha ha ha. Thank you Jesus. Notice these people. They said, uh, You brethren became followers of the churches of God which in Judea are in Christ Jesus. For you also have suffered like things of your own countrymen. Even as they have of the Jews who both killed the Lord Jesus and their own prophets, and have persecuted us, they please not God, and are contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles, that they might be saved, to fill up their sins always, for the wrath is come upon them to the uttermost. 
So these people also suffered like believers who got saved among the Jews. They suffered. They suffered. They were spoiled. The things were taken away from them. They were beaten. They were locked up. They were treated as outcasts. These Thessalonians also went through similar things. Hallelujah. And they are filling up their cup for that. God is not endless in his mercy. There's a limit. Once the cup is full, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. It's all in this book. They fill up their sins always. Notice, to fill up. Anaplero is the word. To supply it. Accomplish fully. Full supply. Praise God. It is to these people that he's saying, for what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Are not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For you are our glory and joy. He said, all this is so that we can have a mutual excitement and joy that endures forever. That, that pure, glorious joy. That woo, forever and ever, <laughs> you will be excited about these things. He said, that's why I'm saying these things. That's why we're doing all of this stuff. Praise God. And so if we get it clearly, we can see there is a way to walk. There is something that, expect, that is expected of God. There is a way of doing things. There's a way of living down here. Let me read something else as we fade out. Second, uh, I will come back there. Second Corinthians 5. Notice here, after in that great uh, faith walk chapter of Second Corinthians 5, 7 and verse 17, the new creation, 20, the ambassadors, 21, the righteousness of God. Right there in the middle, look at the 11th verse. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. We persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your consciences. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, if you know the fear of the Lord, if you know what kind of person he is, you need to know that also. You need to know the, the, the fear of the Lord. We try to persuade people. This is what makes us persuade people. This is why we want to do a certain kind of persuasion. Therefore, being conscious of fearing the Lord with respect and reverence, we seek to win people over, Amplified says, to persuade them. Hallelujah. But what sort of persons we are is plainly recognized and thoroughly understood by God. God knows us. And I hope that it is plainly recognized and thoroughly understood also by your consciences, your inborn discernment. We are not commending ourselves to you again. We are providing you with an occasion, incentive to be rightfully proud of us. So that you may have a reply for those who pride themselves on superficial surface appearances, not the virtues, notice, on the virtues they only appear to have, although their heart is devoid of them. He says there are people who are not doing it from inside out. They just, on the outside, 
you know, they're just acting this way and that way. But God is rating things from the heart. What was the actual motive is what moves God. God sees the heart. If you were dealing with a person who is always seeing your heart, how would you do it? Hallelujah. Whatever you say, whatever you do, he sees the heart of the, the reality of it, the heart. The deep thoughts that went into it, the motivation. Was it because I'm his Lord, because he loves me, because I love people, etc., etc.? We have to go through all of that. And then you will have joy. Woo! Exceeding joy. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can now back up. We may have to take a little time here and there, but praise God. Let's see if we can go back there to um, our previous reading. Maybe First uh, Thessalonians 2. Praise the Lord. I think we have not uh, read some things there. Maybe from verse 12 uh, to 13 in Canada. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the word of God is full of power. And we take from that power, we take from that word, the power that it will not return void, it must produce. And if we act on that word by faith, the results are guaranteed. It has to come to pass. And that is the grace of God. And so it is to them that, you know, he is speaking. Verse 16 also in Kannada. Praise God. It is to them that he's saying, you're our glory, you're our joy. We're going to enjoy this reality and rejoicing and crown when Jesus comes. Hallelujah. Praise God. From there, we can also read 2 Corinthians 5.11 in Canada also. It is from there he's saying, verse 13, whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God. Whether we be sober, it's for your cause. For the love of Christ constrains us. Because we thus judge, if one died for all, then we're all dead. And he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With all of these thoughts in mind, focusing properly, we know the fear of the Lord. That even though he's slow to anger and gracious and full of compassion... There is going to be a very honest appraisal of everything that we are doing. And we want it to be a joyful time. We don't want to have regrets. So we may have to hold back on man 
and he's juggling and planning and plotting and say things directly from the heart and the word of God so that we are uh, conscience-free people. Free from any guilty conscience. We can stand and rejoice that we did the right thing. That day it will be manifest very plainly. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Therefore, I think we should close uh, reading verse 13 and 14 also in Kannada. Praise the Lord. So uh, it does make us happy to see your faces. Yes, that is a natural thing. We do feel it that uh, we saw you again and again. We saw you week after week. We saw you in every meeting. Ah, it's a nice feeling. Praise God. But I would rather see you there with these truths in your heart. And if it takes you weeks uh, to deal with the thrashings of the word of God before you can see my face again, it's okay. Take time. Get a nice thrashing. Apply oil from the word back on the wounds and then come to church. It's okay. But if you are hiding for some other reason, I pray that it shall not be a fleshly reason. I pray that it will not be that the devil has taken you away and fooled you and kept you under his own thumb. That is my prayer. Hallelujah. Let's thank God. Mantre coste frevelide baraka siketele beshinte crete cupa frevevente em precasto en zale manjute prekite fravava Em beluto aprecusto prascete fravala teeste. Father, in the name of Jesus, in spite of everything, we want to do it right. We thank you for your mighty power, your great heart of love, working in each one of us, that we will see clearly the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. The way you see things is what we want to see. Your perspective. Heaven's view on the matter, that we may live in a manner that is worthy on a daily basis. Thank you for the precious blood, that if we have missed it at any point, that we can confess and vocalize it. And you, the great high priest of mercy, will forgive us that iniquity and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. For we are going to see your face soon. Ha, ha, ha. And we want a glorious, joyful time with each other for eternity in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, team. Thank you all. You're blessed. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. Praise God. He is faithful and it is a seed and it's coming back to you. Good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. God will cause things to come toward you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah.